January 11th, 2022. We are here from Chicago, Illinois, in a basement and in an attic. It's been a wild 24 to 36 hours thereabouts when it comes to pro football here in the Chicagoland area. There's a lot to talk about today. As always, if you're watching us on Twitch, thank you. If you're watching us anywhere, thank you. If you're listening live on Blog Talk Radio as well, Thank you very much, and those of you listening later, wherever you get your podcast, thank you so much. But if you want to join the Twitch stream, it's uh, twitch.com slash kind of where a lot of the fun is happening these days. To so join in with a phone call, 760-454-8834. He's Larcher, I'm Lawrence, and let's just get this thing rolling, buddy. I'm going to hand it over to the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher. The third. Hello, hello, Clark. It's uh, lovely to be here with you tonight. Another uh, beautiful day in the city of Wind. Another cold day. It got warmer this afternoon, I hear. I did. It got a little. Uh, got a little warmer. The mayor got COVID. Got it. So well, she, breaking breaking news. She's in our club. And they had to stop the presses for that one. We are no. We no longer have a general manager of the Bears. I've submitted an application. I don't know how that's going. They haven't contacted me yet. I'm a little concerned. Um, you, we, we, we no longer have a head coach of the Bears. That's true. You you almost became $10,000 richer. I, I mean, we're, we're going to have to – we're going to need the play-by-play on uh, how that went down. We're going to uh, have to discuss the, uh, the, the rules of that a little bit because I'm not completely sure of it, but I was certainly wide awake and believed that I had a shot at ten grand. The yeah, week. you absolutely did. Yeah, well, we'll see. There's there's a few different people telling me different rules on that. That well, don't listen to those people. I'm okay. telling you right now. I got a guy who works at the. Uh, uh, who did you bet through? Well, then why the hell did they call the timeout, Al? Why did the coach? What's his name? Staley, Deuce Staley, Bruce wow. Staley, Bob Staley. That's... Why did he call the timeout? If it mattered, why the fuck did he call the timeout? That's how life villains are made, Clark. You you now have a life villain. You have a coach you will never like, no matter how good he is or no matter what he does. After the last, like, yesterday and everything, I forgot all about it almost. Like, that was crazy. Like, you, you were up with me. You were texting me. I st- ended up staying up way too damn late that night. I couldn't come back. It's hard to come back down from that. No, you can't come back down from that. I, uh, I actually, there was like five seconds left, and I wrote, like, the congratulatory tweet. And I'm like, uh, don't send it. Don't send it. It's bad luck to send it now. You'll, you'll curse it if it goes wrong. So uh, I went ahead and I held off on sending the tweet. And then I, and then I wrote, uh, you know, I wrote up a nice sad tweet for you. But I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know. I'll give it a minute there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, when I won, won $15,000 last year, um, I took the high score at the, at the beginning of the end of the first set of games, you know, there's right. the early games and the late games. So there were three games still left and I had the high score on DraftKings. And uh, I knew, and anybody who plays knows like it never holds. So with three games to left, and by the way, those two, like one of those games had the highest uh, over under on the week. I knew I was going to eventually lose. And then 10 minutes left in the game and yep. I'm still in the lead. And there's five minutes left in the game, and I'm still in the lead. And then I realized, well, I'm going to at least take a top five spot, 
and there's a guy who's about to catch me. And then it came down to the final game of the final play on the slate, and I ended up holding. Um, I think it was like Lamar Jackson needed to get three yards, and it was like third and three, and the Dolphins held them. And uh, <laughs> I think they ended up getting a yard, and I ended up winning the $15,000. But I couldn't sit down. I was standing up. I was sure. watching the game. I was pacing. I was sweating. You know, uh, I lost like five pounds of liquid just just, just staring at the screen. And I assume your day went similar. I'm sorry, you, you had to get the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the game foremost, Absolutely. which was a long shot. You told us about the bet last week, and uh, I didn't laugh at it. I didn't write it off. But I also didn't take it. Well, and as so, I was tweeting before the game started, like, hey, this is before the day started. I'm like, here's the fool's bet that I made. And, uh, you know, I had seen the tweet that it earlier mentioned that if the Jaguars win that game, then all that those teams had to do on Sunday night was tie to get in. And so but I, knew, I, bet, I knew, and I think deep down inside you knew that the NFL would not allow teams just to take knees at the game then at a tie. Like a competitive game had to have been played. But right. It ended up becoming a penitentive game. And as soon as they drove that last touchdown to get into overtime, I go, my God, I think Clark might have this. You well, know, it's still a long way out. It's still like games don't end in ties. Right. But there was a strategic point in the game where both teams had the best chance of winning by simply ending that game and letting right. it go into the tie because right. they don't lose anything and both get it. So – you know, it, where if you kick a field goal, if you go for the field goal, you miss, they return the field goal, you know, the other team wins. Where if you just let the clock run out, there's zero risk involved. It's like when you're leading in fantasy, and I never do this. I think this is the dumbest move, and I, I think well, I think uh, only, um, uh, you know, I don't know what that PC, to use, you'd be able to call people pussies, but you can't say that anymore. Back, uh, back, I, backboneless? Uh, lack of backbone? Yellow, yellow. People yellow. I don't know. I'm not sure if that works either. I I have no idea. But yes, I understand where you're going. You know what I'm talking about. I get where you're going with this. Yes. People who lack courage, um, they sit their defenses in fantasy football, and uh, I mean that was kind of like what both these teams were at that point. And yeah, I mean, so Jacksonville wins the game, which wasn't going to happen. There's no way that was going to happen, and uh, and then they dominated. Yeah. Now, Jonathan Taylor busts out. Yeah. So then then we go into the night game, and, and what I need is a tie, I believe, right? The game yes. to end in a tie. However, my buddy who had made the same bet, when I texted him, like, hey, this thing's coming close. He's like, unfortunately, I think we needed to tie at halftime. And that's hard. It was hard for me to understand. But here's where, where it is, Al. I, I thought we did still have a chance because it's a double result which is a draw-draw. You see where it says double result? Yeah. There's a guy here who explained it to me because I, I had made a tweet that it's a double, double result bet, so it needed to be a tie at halftime as well as at the end of regulation. That's what – see, this is what it is. Those are the options for the double result bet. We will be getting to the firings in a moment, but first, Clark, uh, we're, we're playing what ifs with Clark. Well, I'm just trying to decide, did I actually have the chance? But then they left it up. It was still in the my bets is open until the right. end of overtime. So I wondered if a double result could then be, because it wasn't a tie at halftime. I wondered if the double result could then be, it just says draw, draw. 
then a double result, I mean, technically, if it's a draw at the end of the regulation, then it's a draw at the end of the game. I just, I need some clarification on this. But as you see, I mean, the payout there, my five bucks was going to turn into 3,500, right? Yeah. Or 35, yeah, 3,500. And then the $10 was going to turn into 7,100, right? Yeah. I just, I, I don't know if it would have paid out, is what Your I'm saying. Your ROI like, finally would have matched mine. We, we, we could have had a huge, oh, we would have been two kings, Clark. But I oh. thought I was getting a steak dinner out of the deal. Well, and you would have, 100%. There, there would have been a celebratory steak dinner. Tonight's show would have been live from Gibson's. Unless Gibson, oh, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Hang on, sorry. Gibson's, that's for fancy people. Well, go. then where do you want to go? Just you want to go to Texas Roadhouse, Long Branch, Long Branch, Long Branch. Long 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It was certainly a lot of fun watching that game. Absolutely. Yo, we will be getting. Yeah, as mentioned, we'll be getting there. Two tone. Thanks for joining us. Good to see you again. It's been so, a few minutes. Were you shaking? Were you, you know, I know you can't sit still to begin with. So. I stood up and I was pacing a little bit. Not Ryan pacing, but I was pacing a little bit. Just a tad is what I was doing at the time, Al. But uh, Lauren was sleeping. I kind of woke her up. I'm like, this game's tied. She's like, yeah, but there's still six minutes left. I'm like, yeah, but it's tied in overtime. That's what's going on here. I guess um, what I'm trying to say is I was very excited at the possibility, and I was standing up. I was walking around. I had already kind of spent some of the money. The Longhorn is where it was going. Um, yeah. I, was going I was already um, redoing the, uh, the kitchen floor. How about that? I already had the kitchen floor done, and then we were going to sure. finish out the appliances, and I was going to get the, um, uh, the new oven because uh, we, we've slowly been switching from white appliances to the stainless steel that all the kids have. Yeah, I mean that happens when you're about to win big. You you do start you start fantasy spending. Hey, can and, you uh, can you see the green room over there, Larcher? Yeah, yeah, you can see the green room, huh? Well, no, I can't see the green room. No, you can't. Okay, I can't. No. All right, all right. Are you just saying that, or? No, I can't see the green room. You got something in the green room? I, have, I want to know what's somebody's in the green room. In the green room. I've, I've had him in the green room with, here, with a pot of, with a pot of coffee, a little bit of marijuana, and a lot of beers. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, uh, hey, longtime friends of the show, Casey hey. and Kellen from the wonderful podcast and show, Beer hey. Down. I was telling you to wait three minutes. I was trying to have a smoke, man. Oh, I thought, I thought you were just showing us. Well, have, see. have the smoke. It, it's fine to smoke on our show. See, hey, Kellen, yeah. this is what I have to deal with, buddy. I yeah. know. It's terrible. Hey, it's almost like dealing with George McCaskey and his lies and bullshit. Wow, I mean that's a, yeah, I mean you're getting right to it. You're cutting right to the chase. I mean, uh, I've never been so happy and then so disappointed in my life. I mean, it's just going to be the same old bullshit. Well, let's. I mean, my thing is let's let it happen. Are we allowed Everybody's, to swear program? Huh? Oh yeah. Are we allowed to swear? Where are the rules? Only on, only Casey is. Okay, good. Gosh darn it. Good effing luck. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Casey uh, and I and, and Al were longtime members of the comedy group Comedy Accident we've talked about. Right. And then we, it's still real to me, damn it. Al and I once in a while step in and, and show up on your guys' show, Beer Down. And that's, uh, that's Keller. Oh, Those yeah. guys are brothers. You guys are actually originators with Beer Down. Absolutely. Back in the day, right. we were on NBC oh, Sports. Geez. 
on Peter NBC I'm Sports. Me. You we saw us on the TV on, uh, on NBC Sports Chicago or Comcast. It was still yeah. at the time. Comcast Sports Chicago. <laughs> we were on the pregame show with Lawrence and, uh, and everybody. Right. We got the band back together. Yeah, we got the band back together. We do, man. Now let's, let's cause some trouble. But oh. that's where it goes. You guys want to go steal some cast stations? Yeah. <laughs> we Man, I didn't. I, Al and I hadn't even gone to that part yet, guys. I damn near won ten. Alice Hall, who's with me? I thought you might. Like, are you? Are you I don't protest. I thought you. <laughs> Al's not a protester. <laughs> you pacifist. I'm. I'm worried about Tom's mental health right now. That's all. Well, I just don't understand how you can have a man that owns an organization that's mm-hmm. the flagship team of the Chicago Bears. The they're, they're the NFL. Papa Bear House is everything. And then this son of a bitch says the words out of his mouth. I am just a football fan, not a talent evaluator. And no, I, then, I even doubt that. I don't even think he's a football fan. In the fan. next sentence... Yeah. I, will, I will make the final decisions and who's hired. If you were a football fan, you would sell the team. That's a mechanic saying, like, ah, I don't know how to work on cars, but I just took over AutoZone. If you're not a talent evalu- evaluator and you're just a fan, how can you have – why do you have the final decision? And it, it feels very much the same when years ago when they brought in uh, uh, what's-his-name to come in to help out with the decision. This time they bring in Pullian, right? You have a 99-year-old woman who I'm not – we don't even know if she knows where she is. You know, I mean, well, we don't. There's questions. When people age, you have questions. Is she only 99? She's only 99. They bring in a 79-year-old man to help figure out in the modern NFL who to hire. It's unbelievable. For her son, who's – we don't know his age. Google George McCaskey. Go- you can't get his age. Al's right. Vampire. Al's right. Google the George. These are vampires. Something fishy. Google him. Google Al. George McCaskey age, and it says between the age of fifty-five and seventy-five. Nobody yes. fucking knows. Who knows? Nobody knows. Al. They don't even know the man's age. I can't believe you. Google Al, George can I McCaskey. ask you a question? Do you think his head and his pride and ignorance is so far up his ass he's like timeless like Santa Claus in his mind? <laughs> yes. Like, I can't figure, there's no age for him, so what, you're just timeless? I just like, he's, he's timeless. You're yes. an enigma of time. Guys, we found George McCaskey's uh, burner account on Twitch. It's, uh, it's at Sesame Seed 35 he says the boardroom thinks he's doing a good job. Leave him alone. And he says uh, he's the, hearing the a lot of. The boardroom is misspelled. It's B O R E V. You got to have him norm. Oh, and guess what? We're getting sweaty teddy back to help make these decisions. This yeah. is fucking absurd. I mean, we are going to be in the same place we were <clears throat> the last time. I mean, let's be honest here. The no, last time. Not. So, you know, Papa Bear. Rest in peace, master. <laughs> hey, he set up that Super Bowl for 85. Right before he died, yeah. he already yeah. had laid the blueprint. The goddamn kids have taken over. You know what it is? A shit show. What's happened? It's, it's a horrible reality show. We hear coming up, George McCaskey's going to have a 1 p.m. press conference. You don't see Ted Phillips mentioned anywhere. Then George McCaskey starts oh. off. 
And he goes, and, and uh, Ted Phillips is here. What the fuck? Why yeah. is he there? When he goes, Ted's going to go do the stuff in Arlington Heights. He's not going to have anything to do with the football. And there's Special another time. He's, manager. Yeah, there's another time he circled but back in there. he's on the committee that's going to hire the new GM and coach. That's, that's the point. That, input? Kellen, that is my. Get your incubus out. Your acubus, what is that thing? The acubus? A- abacus. Abacus. That's it. <laughs> Al, Al, you and Kellen had the same isms. Earlier yes. he goes, what did you say earlier? It's not night and day. It was night and. I can't. You go, it's just like that was an hour ago. And I go, you you sound like Al. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think I think that's good. That's the point. He said, Ted, Ted's going to be in Arlington. The the. The new GM will report directly to me. They're, they, they're not ready to name a football operations president yet, but no, he said no. they'll, oper- they'll report to me. And then, he, he and then as you mentioned, the fanboy, the guy that came on TV and said, I'm just a fan. I'm not a talent evaluator. But let's, let's be honest. Oh. He's not even a fan. He doesn't understand. Yeah, because if you're a fan, if you're a fan like, of the Bears, you, I'm ruining yeah, that. Yeah, I would get out of there. I'd say, I don't know what I'm doing. If these guys would have done something weeks ago, we could have had a GM in place. We could have had a structure in place to make a hire for the GM. What do you mean by that? Be competent? Yeah, yes, be competent. Be somewhat competent. You know, I mean. 100% agree. Hey, RIP Bob Saget, but that'd be America's Funniest Home Videos if that actually happened. <laughs> Bob Jeez. Saget died. RIP Bob. Yeah, that one was that one was rough, guys. That one was I know it was. No, it really wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, I was okay. I, like, yeah, I, I'm with Al. I was okay with it. <laughs> it wasn't rough. It was just like, damn, unexpected. Oh, Bob Saget. Let's be honest. Like, you get a call, Bob Saget. Hey, died. what was Bob Weird. Saget's best scene or movie of all time in your guys' opinion? Oh, you well, dirty work. No, dirty work uh, is great. Be, um, but his best cameo was half baked. It was half baked. Uh, 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 half baked. No, half baked. Casey's on the right track. Half baked. Half baked. Half baked. Have you ever sucked dick for weed, man? Yeah, and and, and that's what happened. R.I.P. Bob Saget. R.I.P. Bob Saget. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he was good. Uh, guys, can can I can I tell you that things have gotten a little bit? Can I tell you that man Taylor? Things have gotten a little bit better. I feel like today, I'm feeling a bit better about that list of everybody that's coming in. Like, there's a okay, lot of great. There's a lot of great names here. No, Brian Flores, Matt Eberflus, Todd Bowles, Brian Dable, Leslie Frazier, Nathaniel Hackett. Byron Leftwich, Doug Peterson, Dan Quinn, Bill War, uh, uh, Menashe, Morocco war. Brown, Glenn Cook. There's a great ball. list. Stay no, ball. I don't want the fat white guy from Buffalo. Yeah, oh. fat white guy from Buffalo. Kellen, fat white guy from Buffalo speaks to Al, Al in my heart. Al, Al brought him up, what, two months ago? How long How long yeah, you been bringing this up? I've been following him two months ago. Nothing says football like a fat no. white guy. Nothing says football like a fat white guy. No, hey, I, you know. We we might have been gifted Miami fire and forest, which uh, that stunned me. I really did. I mean, this team yeah. is so horrible. You win seven straight. You can see he's got something there. There's something going on in that organization where I just Dolphins. We're not. We're not addressing. Well, and the we're the problem. Bears, so let's not act like we're higher than. We're well, no. Team. I mean, but we should be able to kick. Down. We should be able to. We should be able to punch downward. So I mean, the Browns, the Dolphins. And uh, the Lions, you know, are the three teams we're allowed, to, we're allowed to make fun ah, the Jaguars, yeah. I don't care. I don't care who does it as long as they do a good job, you know. And we yeah. won't know until they do their job. 
Right. We yeah. need to sell this team. Um, Thank you, John Madden. Madden. You're here. The object of the game is to win. And R.I.P. John Madden. We got to say that one. Oh. That's way worse than Bob Saget. John oh. Madden's a John Madden, the best thing. Do you guys remember when he was, like, losing his mind towards the end of Monday Night Football? Mm-hmm. It's called Bird. And he started – the Arizona Cardinals are playing somebody. And he starts talking about, down there's a community college in Arizona that talks about their nickname, you know, their team's the Artichokes. So, you know, the people in the newspaper always post, the Chokes, Choke. And he got the biggest kick out of it. Now Michaels is looking at him like he's still the did, did you, Kellen? Did you catch his? Uh, did you, did you catch the uh, the documentary on Madden? Yeah. How about you shut the fuck up, <laughs> Kellen? You had anything to drink tonight? He's had a few whiskey. You, you, hey, I've been up since five a.m. working and shit. Clark, Kellen. In case he's the only one who's allowed to swear, buddy. We went through the rules. We talked about it. I break the rules. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it, guys. Gosh darn it. I'm a rule breaker. Um, uh, go to your local. This is Thunderdome, I thought. Benny's Beverage Depot. Kellen is the warehouse manager there. Hey, and, shout out uh, to Benny's Beverage Depot. Can we do that in this show? Yeah, absolutely. Is that down there at Lincoln? Uh, the big fucker, Macy's, yeah. The wow. Thing. He swore again. Wait, they hang turned on. Macy's into a Benny's? Yeah, yeah, it, it pretty much wow. was. Twenty twenty one. Hang on, yeah, yeah, the one on Macy down there uh, near uh, Street. It's near she- Street. Sheffield, North and Sheffield, around there, just north of there. Yeah. Yeah. Flyborn and Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucker, man. The that used to be my one. Now, now I'm up here at the one in Irving Park, Case uh, Kellen. Could you? Is there any insight? Can you give me a heads up when you know, like, when a nice bourbon shows up there? Is there any kind of a text? Me- Do I have to? Yeah, I see what you got going I on there. But should I like? Can I, I strongly suggest not to drink whiskey? Um, Al, do you have your glass out tonight? <laughs> I don't. I'm drinking coffee right now. It's coffee and weed. Guys, it's been a, oh nice. I'm only drinking wine oh, tonight. Can we smoke pot on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I'm only drinking wine on okay. this show tonight because um, we're, uh, we're, we're everyone is stoned on this set, and I, that is. That is true. I've got a checkup tomorrow, so only a little bit of marijuana and some red wine tonight. Yeah, I got to go get the heart checked on and everything, so I'm trying to take it a little bit easy tonight. Do you have a charcuterie board in front of you with that red wine? What's going on over here? A charcuterie Mm. board? No. He became a dad, and now he's drinking red wine. What the fuck are you doing, Clark? He's grown up. It's a a bear's glass. Bears? Oh, Oh, I love that. That's something you're proud of. Hey, you're having a glass in your hand. All right, speaking of bears... The Chicago Bears. Kellen, I, I, I love Al, Al, I was going to ask you before the fellows joined us, but I'll ask you both now. Kellen and Al, no offense, Casey. Uh, how, how do you feel about uh, what George had to say about Olin Krutz yesterday? Oh, my oh. God. Dude. <laughs> Olin Krutz is the fucking man. <laughs> Are you serious, Al? You, you side with this piece of shit, McCaskey? <laughs> He didn't say anything. Um, he didn't say anything yet. I haven't said a word yet. Who's yeah. making the fucking sounds? Is that Clark? That, that's that's that, our producer, Jimmy. Yeah, that's Al. <laughs> Dude, are you that barbed ass with the bears? Oh. <laughs> Hang on. So Al respond. Olin, okay, well, Olin responded. Well, but go ahead, Al. One, one, uh, one, I think both sides are ridiculous. How about that? I'm right in the middle, Adam. Um, 
Oh, you know, uh, you know that's right. I think I, I don't. I don't think it, like Olin was being completely. Um, I don't want to say honest. I don't think he was telling the full story. Like I, I think he was offered a job that was that insulted him, but it probably wasn't that insulting if you really look at what it was. Um, I mean, I can't imagine the score is paying him all that much. I mean, he's probably making sixteen dollars an hour there. So yeah. uh, you know, I mean, they outbid him. Hey, how about you, Fisher? Oh, oh yeah, shut. Oh, uh, well, I, I'm gonna. With, with what Al said, there's some logic. Um, no, I, I I do see that Owen didn't tell the full story. Well, uh, no. Look, I see that too. Shit. But I'm not going to negate the guys, fact that Owen you see, is but an awesome. He's the. I mean, he he, he he punched a guy in like an FBI facility, like a gun range. Like, yeah, yeah, every other dude throwing fucking weight at him, man. Fuck yeah, they're throwing weights and uh, shooting guns. I mean, oh, good. I, in, I think he Hawaiian guy. He also pushed Drew Brees up against the wall. So yeah, when you talk about that, he's got all his holes. His holes are punched. I want to look at both of, all you three. I just want to look at this fucker in real life. Bad, don't ever bad Matt Owen Cruz. I never. I want that dude. That guy is true, and what he, I believe what he says, one hundred percent. And now maybe he miss was misconstrued under the aspects of the contract and the help, but dude. Who, how do you offer a former player $15 an hour at, I don't care what you're doing, to come in there and help a team that's struggling, they can't get their heads out of their ass, they haven't been able to get their heads out of their ass for where are we at now? All right, all right, all right. All right. Me, yeah, that's what I got. Oh, there oh. goes what I got. Since, <laughs> since, we have, since we have the full panel assembled here today, uh, let's ask the meatball question. All right. Steve McMichael in his prime versus Olin Cruz in his prime at Mongo. a fight Ooh, in, a, in an empty pool. Mongo. Oh, Mongo. Empty pool? Mongo. Mongo. Empty Mongo. pool fight. I don't Mongo, know. Mongo. I, I, no weapons? I haven't Mongo. seen them standing well, next dude, to each it other. It would have been a wild ass fight. We're talking like maybe yeah. uh, judgment score. Dude, Olin Cruz. Not a guy you want to toy with. I like the empty pool match, but that would be Mongo. I like the idea of Mongo there, but man, I think I feel like o- Olin has the edge. I really do. I don't know, man. That's such a hard one. Well, I'm going to disagree. Mick Michael is crazy at a level that was beyond the level of crazy oh. Olin is at. I don't know, man. You seen those eyes? I've seen the eyes. I've seen the eyes of both men. I mean, if we're talking eyes, you got to throw Mike Singletary in the fight, but he would just lose. Oh, Richard Dent, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Boner. The best of all time. Uh, yeah, I mean, Clark, I disagree with the uh, Olin Cruz over Mongo. Mongo is a maniac, uh, just like Olin, but he's just, to me, he's just tougher. Yeah. He ah, just is. Okay. Well, like, when it comes down to it, he's just tougher. Let's see. Let's see what. Well, the guys aren't chatting in yet to, to let us know, but somebody did ask earlier. Uh, I don't know who these people are. Can you guys I, uh, beer down? Can you see the? You can see the. You can see yeah, what's going on there. I got. Uh, we got to ask the question. Yeah, I'm Team Owen too, man. Owen Cruz is a man. He ain't gonna lie about something like that. Maybe he wasn't like subjective. We didn't to say he lied. We said he didn't explain Wait, the whole truth. But George McCaskey, a man he's never even fucking met, because Michael McCaskey was pretty much his owner. There's like 76 McCaskey. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, Al. Give him the Lou treatment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, am I wrong? 
No. Michael McCaskey was the president when Owen played until like his last couple years when George took over. George didn't take over in 2011. Right. George hasn't taken over, period. And look at the champ. And dude, Michael at least got us to a Super Bowl. Why they ever, like, I get why they fired Lovey when they did, but I don't get why they chose the year to do it. Let him go another year. I, I, I don't know. At the time, I was like, yeah, fire Lovey Smith. Let's bring in a new regime because we're not getting to where we need to be. I think we all now can agree that he should have smoked that. And look, I, I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does Guys, agree? Like, where have we been since then? I know. I know we don't have we don't have you all for too much longer here today, but uh, yeah. I uh, I do want to know what what hire would make Wilson you what life. would change Wilson's what would turn right. things around for you right now, Casey Kellen? What would turn things around for you right now with the head coaching hire and the GM hire? What what are the what would you be looking to say? Hey, this now I'm all in. Now I'm all in. Oh yeah, sell the team. Uh, but like, if this is what we're stuck with. I know. I like that. You know that Brad Flores man. He just got released from Miami. We have a good quarterback. I'm not. I, I can't tell you what I think is a good head coach or a good GM. I think you need to sell the team and and let somebody say I don't know what I'm doing and give it give up the reins. Yep. No, I uh, you know, I just found us from the uh, from the old NBC Sports show. So look how young yeah. you are, Kel. There it is. I was dipping wow. that in, baby. And Al, you're wearing the exact same outfit. Al, what are your thoughts on it, guys? You know what's badass? Would you ever think you'd ever be on NBC Sports and Lance Briggs and Alex Brown and Jim Miller and? would ever know who you were and be like, Hey, here's these guys and make jokes. That's fun. Cool, man. Yeah. It was a lot I of, do that. I had a blast. That was so awesome. Thank you. I spent my entire life wondering if Jim Miller is ever going to say my name. I was very happy to be a part of that. Let me tell you. That yeah. was, fun, cool, that was man. a cool experience. Yep. Absolutely. So, so I mean, the GM here, here are the, here are the people they've interviewed so far. Yeah. I Glenn, know. Glenn Cook, uh, Morocco Brown, Kwase Adolfo Mensai, Ed Dobbs, Jeff Ireland, Joe Schoen, oh man, I got gas, Rand Carthen, and Rick Harris. Now we know who several of these people are. Boo! <laughs> 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 so, uh, That's the best fucking line of the show. Oh man, I I'm Team Rygar, by the way. Uh. Um, you sound like Jimmy off South Park. Ooh, I can guess. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You guys. Yeah, um, true, but... um, you know a name that's not been tossed around a lot you that I would take a look at? Owen Cruz. Shut up, fuckhead. All right. Um, <laughs> Dave Coe. Yeah, man, I don't know. Um, Why not? Why not give him a look? I think the guy could be a quality head coach. Really? I don't... I don't think he's a guy who could turn around a franchise. What I mean, I, th- I think. What do you think the bread and butter of Bears football is? Uh, the bread and butter of Bears football. Like, uh, what makes Bears football Bears football? What What do we excel at? Really bad uh, field conditions. <laughs> well, that's why we're getting new stadium around in Heights. Yeah. We can control that shit. No. Bears... Oh. 
spaceship ain't coming. No, listen to me. This is what Bears football is. Solid defense, great running game, like throw when you have to, and good special teams. That's Bears football. That's yeah, football. yeah but, but the game has evolved past that. And no, it hasn't. It, it has. It really has. But do you think if you get someone to manage Justin Fields, a guy that can throw for three, 400 yards a game, two to three touchdowns, and you can run for two to three touchdowns? Yeah, now we're talking fantasy. That's that's uh, no, that, I, I think we should have a quarterback who throws 500 yards and runs for 300, and a running back that runs for 300. 500 yards a quarter. I'm saying it. Oh, so in quarter. free agency right now, we finally have some money to spend. What's your first spend? Yeah, we do. $55 million. Um, Wilson brings so, it up. Rick Smith. Who, Rick best, Smith. Who, best free agent left tackle. Proven left tackle. Okay, I don't think Tevin Jenkins is. See, everybody be- says everybody says that, but there's no such thing. Like good left tackles don't become free agents. They're not, like, yeah, that's just not a thing. We're They're talking, too valuable. Good quarterbacks don't become free agents. Look, what I'm saying right now, though, Tevin Jenkins, I think, can develop into a good player. You're saying you love. I agree. Him. And I, I do love Owen Cruz, man. It, how could you not love I'm, Owen Cruz? I'm not, that guy's one of the best bears of all time. He was a top center for years, and we were lucky enough to have him on our team. See if you've been on the fucking Patriots, you'd have four goddamn Super Bowl rings by now. Back to Tevin Jenkins. So anyway, Tevin Jenkins. Again, going back to the last game, why is Jason Peters, and thank you for your service, sir, but 77, that's how old you are. Why is our young rookie not getting experience out there that entire last game? Why? Like, what do you have to play for? Nothing. He needs the experience. He's coming yeah. off injury. I and think that coaching staff is gone. Like, we're, I, I think I think Tevin Jenkins is a hell of a prospect. I, Larry Moore, going to be a good player. Um, hey, somebody brought up, we were talking GMs, Rick Smith. He's the guy who was running that shit show from like 06 to 18. He, he was there for the end of the shit show of the Houston, uh, Houston Texans there. I mean, maybe, maybe something like that could work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want anything attached to the Texans. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm it's sorry. I don't want – I'm sick of – and you know what's really sad? A lot of these reports you keep reading about, it's like, oh, they're tied to the Browns. And it's just like um, – what was that third defensive coordinator we got from the Jaguars uh, during Trestman? Do you guys remember what? Who's um, watching? Uh, I feel like it Mel starts Tucker. with the team. I don't know. Oh, Mel Tucker, Do you remember yeah. Mel Tucker? And everybody's yes. like, oh, Mel Tucker's coming in as a defensive coordinator from the Jaguars. Didn't it come from the Colts? No, uh, uh, this is Jaguars. Oh, that was the other guy. That was the other yeah. guy, yeah. That was uh, – uh, out in Denver. Well, why are we? Going I don't think to... you're right. What? It, it was a Del Rio. That's no, it was no Tucker, it was, it was no and Tucker. I'm pretty sure he coached the Jaguars defense, and then he came to the. Was he from Detroit? Did he come from Detroit? Or was he like the head coach of the Lions? Oh, I'm telling I mean, you. Whatever. Whatever happened to predictability? Hey, on this show, I guess we smoke a lot of pot, but I'm hey, get to your stats. Don't you guys got some stat boards over there? We don't have those capabilities here. Mel Tucker, before he came to the Bears, I'm pretty sure we have coached for the right Jaguars. Mel Tucker did coach the Jaguars. And we bring him over as defensive coordinator with uh, Mark Tressman. Remember the fucking genius from the Canadian Football League? 
Yeah, hey, we, yeah, we, makes, we remember Mark Tressman, Kellen. Thank you. Of course we Canada, do. Thanks Canada for bringing it up. Makes, Canada makes good hockey and good poutine fries, but you don't make fucking NFL people. I'm sorry. No, yeah. that's true. Mel Tucker, Jacksonville Jaguars, their their coordinator, Chicago the, Bears, their interim head coach, and then right after that, in 2013 and 14, he was with the Chicago Bears. Why would we ever question you, Kellen? I, I, I can tell you why. Hey, I'm just a fan. <laughs> I don't know anything about football talent. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound like somebody we all know? Oh, yeah. fellas. Anyway, guys, great talking to you. I love you. I'm going to have a cigarette. It was, Hi, brother. Thanks, thanks for joining us, all right? Great. I'm done. This was just another embarrassment. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Since I have you here, <laughs> I married I married you and your wife. I married yes, Clark you and did. his wife. Uh, yes. I just want to make – I want to check in with you guys, make sure everything's good. I'm Everybody, still married. Any problems? Okay. I am still married. Uh, I am still married. Sponsored by Benny's. <laughs> Seven and a half years in. Patrick Small. Patrick, how are you, man? Uh, Where's Patrick? Offensive coordinator during Tressman was. Uh, um, who was that? It was a uh, fuck Patrick. It was a uh, was a guy from the Rams. No. Wait, uh, offensive on, coordinator before who? Before yeah, it was a guy from the Rams, Marty. It was uh, a yeah. no. It wasn't Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, no, tra- it was uh, Mark. Marty, uh, the other guy. Cutler oh, said, Mark, fuck this, tell Mark. him to fuck, some, fuck himself. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. No, it wasn't Mike Marks, was it? It was, it was, but Marks was there for part for sure. No. OSHA? It was, um. Uh-oh, hang on a minute. This just in. Uh, Patrick's there as well. You also were part of that ceremony as well. So we've got it. I was. I'm three for three. He said. Can we get Patrick in? Yeah, yeah I don't know. I've, I've been waiting. I've been, he's not in the green room yet. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not high. Patrick, get the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> you go smoke your cigarette. Well, no, not Patrick's coming on. I can hold that was it. No. So <laughs> Mars, I said, "Fuck you." Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll bring you back if Patrick joins. How about that? I don't know. Yeah. Go go smoke your cigarette. You can come back when when it happens. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, tell me. Wait, go for it. You got, I, I've said three words since you started. That's talking. your own problem. I don't. Casey, Casey, you've got you've got your show coming out. I want to plug that. Where can they find it? Uh, today, today's show or tomorrow's show? Today's show will be out tomorrow. Tell in charge of producing that one, so we'll see it in a couple of days. Okay. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a master of yes and. Yeah. Uh, wish he was. <laughs> but what a pleasure! How are you guys doing? How, how are you I Casey, love it. laser beams, baby. Uh, laser fingers. Remember that? Laser fingers. <laughs> Um, how, how are y'all? What, what's on the agenda for the show today? What are you guys talking about? Well, we, we t- Clark almost won 10 grand. I don't know if you saw that. And then I he did. lost it last second. He, he pulled a Clark and came so, so close. Almost, when you almost win 10 grand, is it like you never were even close to 10 grand? Yeah, it, it, it just evaporates. It's, it's almost like it never happened, right? Aaron Cromer guys, you're, and you're, that came from Wilson and CJ, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's like it's gone. You're already starting to think about what you'll spend it on if that money's there. Like yeah. I told him earlier, I'm getting a new kitchen floor. I'm gonna fly somewhere. I'm flying. Like I was gonna book the, I was gonna book the Dallas trip for uh, for the Bears next year. They're playing in Dallas. I was ready to book it. And that's the trip you would take. Uh, go watch the Bears in Dallas. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see Jerry World. A buddy of mine moved down there just before the pandemic. I still don't know if he has friends. I don't know. Why would you not even think of a hot tub? Al, I get your ticket for it too. I think Al and I, I think Al and I are on the same page. If I had ten grand, I think we'd both get a hot tub. 
<laughs> I would put a hot tub in the attic. I don't even have room for it. It'd just be in the middle of the kitchen. I, I rent a, I rent a garden unit in Chicago, and I would definitely find a place for a hot tub. Guys, we once did a podcast from a hot tub, just the three of us. The other guys wouldn't show up. <laughs> and that was life-threatening, yeah. actually. Uh, Back on the old comedy accident podcast, if you search for yeah. comedy accident, pod accident out there, you might still find some remnants out on the internet of that. Live, live from the hot tub. Live from, uh, what the hell, uh, w- w- High Tops, the bar, when it was down yeah. on Lincoln. We used to do it at High Tops. and um, Some pretty great guests cool. there. We really did have some some good shit going. I love how we got so good at what we did, and then we just stopped. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a show at the Wiener Circle soon, and we'd love to have you guys out for that. Are you really? We doing could that? just change it into a yeah, podcast. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love to. I would love to join that one. We 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 had we had kind of started getting ready to book it, and then both of us got some COVID, and we couldn't leave the damn house and all that shit. So we'll get back there. We'll get back there really quick. You know, tell them patient zero for COVID. Guys, uh, doesn't shock me. You know what, Case? I'm going to go ahead and keep you on the line. I'm going to go over to the uh, to the Joseph's Finest Meats hotline. Joseph's Finest Meats on Addison, over there by Harlem in the Dunning neighborhood. Best meat shop around, Larcher. Am I right? Did I do that? Uh, Unbelievable. I mean, the the stuffed chops, the the uh, steaks. You know, the sausage with the Vidalia onion already inside. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So let's go on over to that hotline, and we're going to go there. And joining us right now, live via the stream in the Joseph's yeah, Finest Meats hotline. I don't, even, I don't even know if my audio is working, man. It's working, it Welcome you to the show, right? bud. Yeah. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. How are you guys been? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm beering down. <laughs> uh, I, got, I have a little addition to the, uh, the small clan here. What? Uh oh. Yeah, a little pupperoo. Oh my God, what's his name? Kurt. No, this is Ravioli. Yeah, no shit, dude. Stop it. That's why I call him Ravioli. (laughs) You wop. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on, guys? I I hear you're talking some bears. Uh, Yeah, trying to. How sad is that? Oh. Very depressing show. Very depressing. <laughs> show, yeah. At least we got rid of that coach. Yeah. Don't know his name anymore. And the GM. I feel terrible. I championed him for for a couple of years. Ooh. We'll just call the him the N word. Say the N word. I, I just I refuse. I yeah. Refuse. Um. It's finally time that we stop oh, saying the N word. Yeah. Did he? I mean, Patrick. Holy shit! Look at you, my guy. What's up? He just called you baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, Patrick. Do we have a Mori episode brewing here? <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you say that again? I miss it. it there was something. It's there. Do we have a Mori episode brewing? <laughs> <laughs> this just Al. in, Kellen. You are not. What? You are not the owner of the Chicago oh, Bears. You're 100%. Not. 100%. Was, I should be the father. If that girl would ever want anything better to do with her life than lose, I would be the father. This isn't very – this question I'm about to ask is not sports-related. When's the last time you think you had a sperm inside of you? Oh, they're swimming around. <laughs> it's like a Look toy pond down there. Did I spell comedy accident – did I spell reunion wrong? Is that what I did there? That's a comedy oh. accident. Fucking nailed it. We'll just – we'll leave that up. Hey – I have a question. What kind? Hey, it is a coin pond in the, the Gaylord. No, the Gaylord Hotel. It's a coin pond. I mean, so, Patrick Flush. 
right the seat. Patrick, do you have you have ravioli? I also just got a dog. Did you? I did. I hey Patrick, let me see your dog. Let me, no, oh, gotta oh we got to go back. Where's ravioli? Hey, you got to find it. Here we go. Here we go. What is this? There fucking is. Bingo? I got it. Look at ravioli. Man. This is Banjo. Hey, did come oh, on. nice. Yeah, he's, he's no balls, but all bark. <laughs> the, hey, the people in the chat room are like, what the hell is going on right now? Yeah, there's no sports being. Let's talk about some sports. Well, no, what I mean, we really do. Do you know what kind of, what kind of pup is ravioli? What? What do we have? Oh, uh, that's an interesting. Do you know? Uh, that's an interesting question. So he's he looks he's like a, a boonie dog. dog. Oh, uh, go he's ahead. Called, he's a he's a boonie dog. So boonie. from Guam. And uh, and what it is is during World War II, um, when Japan took over Guam, the United States military they needed a way to be able to find the Japanese in the tunnels and the little small areas in Guam. So they brought they bred and brought over these dogs. They're like small Doberman. Put him on again. They're like small Doberman pinchers. So yeah, also, there's, 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 there's the Senji. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, there, there you go. There's ravioli. Just, he's not bullshitting there. No. Oh, yeah, see, there you go. See? There My dog. God damn. Hey. Clark, did you think he was making up stories about dogs? Yeah. Like, he, he, he had his whole backstory up, Bill. You have papers that dog? How great would it be, though, if I was, like, making up this whole thing? Yeah, he's from World War II. <laughs> <laughs> That's been amazing. That's why I was thinking. I was I like, you were. Hey, Patrick, for a minute, I thought you were Ken Burns giving us a documentary. Okay. <laughs> I was really... going to have the, uh, the black and white photography up on screen. There they were. Shuffling so, through the trenches, so Clark kicking up dirt. We went from we went from three three listeners to 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 one listener. Thank you yeah. guys. We we're doing it. No, go ahead. Clark, um, you're the host. You want to talk about some sports? What, what kind of sports? Hey, how about we talk about discuss? some some bulls? Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, right now, bulls. the Pistons. I, I'm telling you, they're going to win again. I was excited to bring you on tonight, Patrick, to discuss the Chicago Bulls. Um, back in the it, '90s, I know you were a bit more. You, but then you were you were a bit of a Utah Jazz fans. fans. You were a Bulls fan. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Diehard Bulls fans. Patrick is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diehard. Finally, finally, Bring we those. have something to live for again. How like, excited are you that they put together that talent in such a short period of time? It's amazing, and you know, but it wasn't a short wait, period. Of really, time. Honestly, it was. They had like a year to build that. I need. And it, it's a wonderful thing. No, you just got rid of guard packs and finally got competent people like the Bears should do. That's and now exactly we got Kevin Small chiming in with the WNBA. Page from a winning book. Follow what the Bulls are doing, Chicago Bears. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good. That's a. That's a direct statement. Uh, yeah. Do what uh, the Bulls are doing. Who's your favorite player on the Bulls right now, Patrick? <sighs> that's hard. Like I really like Io. I think he's going to be a really good yes, player. Thank I love you, him. baby. He's just young. He's just young. You know, he needs a what little bit more time. How you don't know shit. But people. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you if if I had to say, why are they winning right now? Jamar DeRozan is such a leader DeRozan. for that yeah. team. Yeah. He's such a leader for that team. Hell about it. Hey, yeah. Because um, what? Remember, he's a bust. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I wanted to ask, Patrick. When um, when when the during the off season, the free agency happened. Uh, you know, Lonzo kind of fell to the Bulls, which he was way better than I ever expected. When when they got it I together, agree. what were your thoughts at the time compared to now? Because I I was fairly optimistic, 
I wasn't looking for them to be contenders, and, and I still don't know what they are, but they're better than I had expected. Like, they're championship what do you think? Hey, yeah, they are. I mean, here's they the are. thing. Yep. They, Hang they on, Patrick. What do you think of this? Kellen, we'll, we'll bring you right back. <laughs> Patrick, well, yeah, what, what were your thoughts then compared to now? Wait, say, say what were your thoughts when they when they grabbed him when when they Monzo? during the when they when they when they assembled their team before the season? What were your thoughts uh, compared to? Mistake, I, again, I I don't like Lonzo Ball. I don't think he's much of a point guard. I get I get statistically he he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a good guy for your team. He makes big plays when you need him to, which is always great to have a guy on your team who can do that. Um, but I'm just not a big fan of Lonzo Ball. So right. like, I so thought that, that was a mistake. That's that a personal thing, you just said everything good about an NBA player, and then you said, I just don't like him. Yeah, I know. I know. But again, I don't like him as a point guard. I think okay. that, like, he's not going to help that offense move. Like, he's not the guy who's bringing the ball up the court well. Like, I know he does it, but it's, I don't want it in his hands. I want someone else. You know, you know he's more of a shooter, more of a defensive player. I don't know. What about this? That, that, uh, that to me was like, I wish Patrick Williams was healthy because could you imagine? Oh, I know. How Hawker, would that be? Hawker brings up what Kobe White is actually kind of fitting into this team. White, I was yeah, concerned right. about that. He's, good. He's, He's right. shooting well right now, too, which helps. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But would you trade Kobe White to get some better bench <laughs> help or another big man? I honestly Bulls? wouldn't change the Bulls right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, what they need is another big man. Yes. They need clear. a true big man. Hey, yeah. so think about this. Like, oh, this man. is really fucking, you know. Shaquille O'Neal? No. Let's think of. Because who's going to really – fuck off, Al. <laughs> you just love those sound effects. Al, Al, what was, what was that top shot card that, you, that we got last year on the Bulls? Thaddeus, right? Yeah, that lost yeah, me. But you owe me for half that card. All right. I, still, I, told him, I told him buy it. It was like, what, 100 bucks or something? Here's Bought it. Yeah. Thing I would like to see. What if Kofi Cosburn drops down? Because I mean, wait, 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 wait. What's his name? What's his name? Kofi. Coburn. What's his last name? What's his last name? Cosburn, baby. <laughs> In honor of James, can you please just say it slower? <laughs> it, it, it's seductively. <laughs> And, James, uh, a former uh, member of Comedy uh, Accident. For Oops. James, you would say it's a what burn? Yeah, right. The it's last time I saw James, guys, we went to a Chicago Bulls game and the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. and Zach Levine hit a game winner winner with like 1.3 yeah, left. I was there with you. It was unreal. No, you weren't. That's, um, that's all right. Last time I oh. when James, hey, do you guys have feelings? When James died, his sister called me from his number, and I answered the phone. Here's I said, "What? You're still alive?" <laughs> and she goes, "She goes, um, no, he's not." And I was like, "Okay, hold up." And then yeah. it <laughs> changed, completely changed my day and my conversation. The dynamic change. Yeah, but uh, what a wonderful person hey. James was. For yeah, those, we're coming up on this year anniversary, right? Yeah. 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 Hey, and for those that prior listening, if anyone's listening, you know, they're all talking. They're saying, like, Kellen, shut up. See? No one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Maury determined that's a lie. <laughs> I don't know, you know, because he tells the truth. You know, just like Maskey. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> Thank you. The one good sound effect Al has done all night. Patrick, I'm 
I'm sorry you joined us, Al. I I thought this would be fun for us. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry I did this to us tonight. <laughs> oh, it's been wonderful. It's nice. It's, it's a reunion. Who doesn't love a good reunion? I I, I some people don't. Um, <laughs> Holocaust survivors, uh, for one. Uh, there we go. You jumped the shark. Yeah, you wanted to just. Um, comedy is no accident, by the way. Yeah. Um, so he was. Yeah, that was. He was a fucking accident. That's right. Uh, yep. So we love the Bulls. What else? Wrestling? You guys talk about wrestling, right? I don't know anything about wrestling. Uh, we we discussed some DraftKings, some wrestling. Al uh, last week was. Do you remember when Al went to oh, Tokyo? Boy. Four years ago to watch Wrestle Kingdom. That happened last right. week. Patrick, Patrick was with me at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, that's Kingdom. right. Oh, yeah. We were down in Japan. We were guys. in the new year. Well, how you say it like we were just down in Japan? How was Japan? <laughs> <laughs> we just took a little jump. Well, Al had a trip planned to Japan for wrestling, and then about a month before, he hit his biggest payday on DraftKings. So yeah, everything yeah. everything got upgraded a little bit. For the entire Why trip. Why with Tim the Dual Man Taylor over there? I just don't understand. Because my soundboard is from when I was in radio, and I was in radio 20 years ago. I got to update your shit, Al. I don't think so, Al. Uh, Al, what, did you, what was your jackpot when you won that? Uh, you made some money. Well, last year I took down one for 15000 and then a couple of years ago, I won uh, seven thousand. Then a week later, I won like another seven thousand. Hey, how many protective phone cases did you jerk off on that night when you won that fifteen thousand? Well, then, quite a few. Quite a few. There's a question. He got himself a new telephone. I would have been real happy, Clark. Patrick, why are you telling me about the best you missed out are, on because of the Chargers? Why are you yelling? Yeah, at this? we 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 were talking about it just before we brought you on, Kellen. Last you night, emotional problems, man. Two nights ago, Patrick, he's fragile. He's very fragile. It ties the room together. What tie, What almost tied the room together was about ten ten grand ten ten thousand five hundred dollars that I would have won if the Jaguars beat the Colts and. The Chargers and Raiders finished in a tie. I had yeah. 15 bucks on it. You didn't win, right? No, no, I didn't. There was a timeout. But it came down to the last play. Timeout? I, I almost won a million dollars, but I just didn't buy that lottery ticket. No, no, that's not how this works at all, though. Like, literally, why does he call the timeout? Why do you not get yourself to the playoffs? Al, I mean, that's simple. I've heard people saying that, the Raiders were playing to win that because they didn't want to play against the Chiefs. Nut shot football. Al, what what do you what do you think of the way they were playing there at the end? I mean, they certainly they were letting football. the clock run. I think they were going to run the clock out and take the tie because just based on the safety of the play, they, it, it just it was the most logical thing to do. Like there was a strategic reason to do it, and uh, they took that time out, and I think they they kind of pissed that coach off. And then they pissed you off, Clark, because they cost you $10,000. $10,000, brother. All because of one coach's timeout. We get, we're going to hunt that man down. Hey. <laughs> Al. Yell at him in Al. a hotel lobby. Al. Are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm always here. Do you think he was texting Matt Nagy? Don't try to be funny. Will you meet him? Um... <laughs> No, I, I don't think he was texting that Nagy. I mean, it seems like some guy had texted and tell me to do that. Hey, don't go to the playoffs. You got to win this game. Pat, you have no chance to. So I want 
I want to discuss something very sports like hats, uh, Patrick. Uh, I, I wanted the one that was kind of like Clark Griswold's from uh, Christmas Vacation. I just picked this one up the last few weeks. Uh, oh, your hat game oh, is always. This is a worst looking hat I ever saw. Goddamn. <laughs> Are you shitting me, Larger? You gotta be shitting me, Larger. You gotta be shitting me, Larger. You gotta be shitting me. What was that? You finally used a good sound bite. How long have you been waiting for that sound bite? I've been waiting for months to use a hat. Yeah, you like the diner that keeps lobster just in case. It's been dead for 15 years, That was very kind. And, and now, uh, now I see that oh, there, there's the drop videos, please. Casey has a hat on too, but Patrick, what's the hat? That looks solid from here. Hang on, get in there. Get in there. So yep. It's called, a, it's called a boonie hat. Okay, the Mixed League yeah, right. champion. It's a World War II thing. WIBC 7879. Is that a, a real thing? Folks, or is that is that just a kick-ass hat? On, uh, Wait, Kellen, hand? hang on. That's a real championship oh. hat. No, I didn't win. I wasn't born yet. No, but that did, is a real championship That championship did happen? That's amazing. Thank you. And, awesome. And, of course, Casey, I, 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 you, you and Kellen are both from Decatur, Illinois. So yeah, much respect for you wearing that hat. Yeah, we uh, we got to represent. Um, there's two, there's three great things that came out of Decatur. You're not one of them. Uh, <laughs> well, there's what I am me is, and my I'm brother. A shining Trent. light. You are a shining light, and you're loud. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a, I don't have to use these things. You just, you just talk, so you I just have a talk. question uh, uh, for whoever's running the show. Uh, there's all these like little facts that stop. That start popping up along the bottom. What the they hell? Who's in charge of that? Where? Where is this at? Like a little bottom. So, these, like, little, so Patrick, uh, we're on we're, we're on a oh, lot of platforms like, tonight. Tonight you can find us. Tonight you can find us on YouTube, on uh, Facebook Tim Live. Got busted hang on, COVID. hang on a second. This is CNN. <laughs> There's right. that. You ever heard of too many cooks? You know you're a Fox News guy. Out. Clark, Clark, Clark runs the scroll at the bottom, and it, it's with the Twitch oh, chat. There's people okay. in the chat room right now in, in, on Twitch. Okay. Who are these people talking to us? This, this person just said, Kellen, please stop shouting. I'm on yeah, my yeah, second yeah. They, headphones. They are from uh, – oh, they're in the ch- Twitch chat, which is uh, a pretty fun little little you show within the show going. going on. Whoever Sesame Stop yelling. You're still yelling. They know us. They They – Whoever Sesame Seed is, I'm not sure who it is, but the, earlier they referenced uh, Casey in the stripper scene from Comedy Act. They did. Oh, so I, well, God bless you. Uh, if you guys know of anybody true. who may be Sesame Seed, that, that's the one there. That, that video of ours had, only because it was called Stripper Reunion, right. had like thousands well, of right. views, and it was just me getting naked for Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we would have gotten thousands of views anyway. But yeah, yeah. You be me too now. But anyway, look, I don't know how this shit works. I'm used to talking to people like face to face. Like I'm I am. I actually go out and experience life. So you this what? fucking Zoom shit. And- <laughs> like, listen, can you guys hear me? He says no. Yep. So Sesame. Sesame Seed, yeah, I could hear you, Casey. Yeah. Sesame Seed remembers seeing it. It was for Patrick. Put the lotion yeah. in the basket. Back up. Yep, yep, yep. It's a bad family Zoom, but it works. How many? Is there such thing as a good family Zoom? 
MX Hawker. Yeah, MX Hawker. What? I'll tell you guys a, a true real what story. Was, yeah, what was your weirdest Zoom during the the heart of the pandemic? Patrick, can you hear from back here? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't go farther away, you're right in front of the computer. Oh, it's my fault. I need to have earbuds in. I'm, I can yeah. barely hear you guys from my phone. There's there's a there's a true story. One time, Kel and I are at a bookstore, oh, yeah. and we split up. And he's looking for his one, and I was doing that. We're not fucking, we're brothers. That got weird. Uh, and we, we both we make one sound. We both come to the uh, actually, I'm gonna grab the book. We both come to the, the checkout counter, and we both have the same book. And I'm gonna show you the book that we both picked out without knowing. Okay. I guess. Oh, yeah, let's really scare everyone. Please be the Rolling Stones history of music. No, it's worse, Al. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus. Yikes. We both pull oh. up at the checkout counter with true stories of serial killers. <laughs> and, and I go, you're getting that too? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, I figured something good to have in the bathroom when I'm taking a dump over and read about serial killers. <laughs> and he's like, me too. <laughs> Did you guys live together at the time? Yeah. 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 Well, why so, would you guys just buy two different books and then just share? Because we're very defiant. No, I wouldn't want to take home to myself. I want my own souvenir. Yeah. Like, how oh, you gonna, no. Hey, how are you going to share her bobblehead? <laughs> the Mendez Brothers of Decatur. <laughs> That's great. Who's that? I don't know. Wilson That's for life. That's amazing. <laughs> See, you're in trouble for me. Yeah. AJ, AJ's yelling at me, guys. They can hear you down the hall, Kellen. The neighbors are joining the show. That's what they can't hear, my victim screams. <laughs> hey, buy my, buy my book, Serial Killers, Volume 2. Serial Killing and Me. I do... I recall why we had, like, I had said earlier, I go, yeah, like 10 to 15 minutes. That's all the time we need, guys. No, it's not. We need hours. Much. Some of you guys are having fun. I pay 80 bucks an hour for therapy, man. This is better than that. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's actually paying for therapy. I'm actually paying for therapy. That's what I'd like to ask really quick. Um, actually, that's not. I, I am actually in the process of calling my – I'm going to be calling my insurance company this week to see if I can start talking to somebody because there's just a lot of shit that needs to get worked out as of late. Yeah. So um, – um, Speaking of, no, I wanted to know uh, what was the worst Zoom that you had like during the pandemic? Was it the comedy accident ones that we did, or no? Nah. I I enjoyed those. I did. Yes, you I found I found meeting with you guys was very centering. Um. The only Zoom that I did was uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Comedy Accident. So I, it was, it was different. Oh, I hosted karaoke Zoom in once. That was a disaster. <laughs> the only people who tuned in was Clark and his wife. <laughs> and they sang some shitty country song. It was horrible. Hey, yeah. Al, when's the last time you commanded the Millennium Falcon? What? Falcon. The Falcon. The yeah. When's the last time you commanded the Millennium Falcon? Or you and Al are the same. When shit. I was on when I was on my way to your mother's house. <laughs> nice. nice. That's my mom too. Hey, you getting it. no riches out of there. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's right. like most Isley's tavern. 
Again, no. I, I apologize to the viewers. I apologize no, to Al and Patrick. And, and uh, Kevin Small is still waiting on WNBA talk. So, I mean, you know, let's get back to it. <laughs> is that still going on? No, 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 he posted some article. COVID killed the WNBA. He posted some article about the Seattle Storm. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Sue, Sue, Bird, Sue Bird is coming back for a 19th season with them. Sue Bird is coming back? And, of course, as you know, Kalia Copper and, uh, and the Chicago thought? Sky tore it up this past season uh, uh, for the big, uh, the big victory. And I think, I think there's a chance to get another one. I'm going to get a five-game package uh, of two seats so I can bring both of my daughters at a different time and uh, go watch some uh, Chicago Sky ball. Yeah, that's, I can say to that, Clark. That's cool, man. Thanks, buddy. I I know. Look, I fixed the typo. What you just said. I fixed the typo. Hey, Patrick. Wilson Hawker. We'll get the disrespect here on him. It's it's quite all right. They they could they could they could do whatever the hell they want. I don't mean to disrespect Chicago Sky at all. Um, to be honest, that anybody that plays in that team is a much better athlete than I am. Uh, I just don't know much about it, so I can't. I got to be honest. Like I watched, you know. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, The WNBA is a lot like the NBA. They play basketball. You're right. Yeah. All right. Are you being sexist hey. against men? <laughs> it's just women. Are, are it, you being sexist against men? <laughs> and actually, I, see, I like to think that the NBA is a lot like the WNBA. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Except with you. for one letter. <laughs> and ticket prices. Ticket prices. Ticket prices are awesome. Now, let me tell you this: the, the finals, like that basketball team, played really good basketball, and that's all that I'll say about it. It was a are fun watch. Fucking championship, dude. I enjoyed watching them. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. It is a yeah. fundamental basketball. Are, 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 yeah. Are you a? I mean, you're obviously a fan. I, I should, I should get involved. I, I just don't know anything about it. Hey, so. it may not be your thing, man. It's like I fucking hate NASCAR. Hawkers. I hate tennis. Hawkers. But hate I won't tennis. take anything away from. How can you hate tennis? What 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 angers you about tennis? Have you ever watched women's tennis? Count ping pong. Are you into ping pong? Oh, fuck that! Oh, bullshit. I, mean, I, I really like the spin ping pong, like the guys that go crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. I like mutilation sports. They're called football, Asians. hockey, <laughs> and they're really good at it. Jesus Christ! Here we go. Yeah. What? You said you like mutilation sports. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Football, hockey, like. <laughs> Guys getting their ass beat. Like, I'm sorry. That's just. Rugby? Not so, like, I'm just not in that. Uh, are you in the MMA, Cal? No, I hate that. I hate the fighting shit. That's like, I like the sport. I like scoring the points. You're really not trying to kill people. Sumo wrestling? <laughs> Wilson wants to know sumo wrestling. Sumo wrestling would be pretty cool. i put that in there. i go check that out. But I like, can see you being a sumo wrestler. No. Remind oh, yeah. me again of what your. You I'm sticking bones. Kellen, remind me again of your your dislike for tennis. You just you hate people hitting a ball back. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I just don't like tennis. It's it's ping pong fun, like drinking. These are real people on the court hitting the ball. Like, why not just play ping pong? Kellen, tranquilo, tranquilo. Oh. I'm just not a tennis guy. It's not for me, you know. Well, let the neighbors know. It's yeah. like soccer. <laughs> let the 
They probably don't know by now. Al. You're literally being yelled at every five seconds by your wife. Well, I don't like I don't like tennis. I don't like soccer. Just talk about how you feel. Kellen, what if you're lined up on the other side? Just you know, on the down low here, we'll, we'll discuss. It. In trouble. What if you were lined up on the other side of Serena Williams? Oh, I'm that, that's what. That's what the, about that. the gallery asks. What if you were lined up uh, uh, across from Serena Williams? Was the question? Kel think he can beat Serena Williams. Kel mm-hmm. can't even beat off to Serena. Wait, Williams. you mean no, just like watching? <laughs> <laughs> just like watching? Yeah. The endurance. I mean, yeah. Great. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, hey, I'm not downgrading your sport at all. I'm not saying that. I appreciate what you do. Millions love it. It's like soccer. I fucking hate soccer. I hate it. You know it's the most popular sport in the world. I mean, according to some people. What's the update? What what do you hate about soccer? What is the hatred? Like, I don't like baseball. I don't the know if I hate baseball. Al, you hate baseball. You hate baseball. All right. Yeah, I know. You got baseball either. You compare. This would be a good one for you, Clark. And the corner club is hot. There's no hot soccer player. There's no hot soccer girls, but not, not. There's some of the most beautiful people in the world are male soccer players. That's true. David Beckham, uh, Ronaldo. Oh, hottie. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Tell me about it. Okay. Yeah. If I had to be gay, that'd be, uh, that'd be somebody what's I'd be the, impressed with. What's the Bulls update here? Uh, you know what problem I have with soccer? 28-27. Yes. I want to hear, Patrick. The problem I have with soccer is it can end in a fucking tie. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it mostly does. Just it can end in a tie, too, damn it. I like everything else about soccer except it can end in a tie. That's a joke. No game should be able to end in a tie. No, that's a great point. But the NFL, yeah. play but nobody's the saying, NFL does that now. Nobody's saying that, that it. But like, the, sometimes it's high. I believe that with the NFL too. But sometimes yeah, the tie. Sometimes the tie is also a win. Sometimes the tie is a win. Sometimes the tie is a loss. Well, that's your ten thousand five hundred dollars, Clark. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it was a big loss. Is what it was. Nailed it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Like, uh, well, this I got. I love been... you guys. Uh, but yeah, no, dude, I just don't like soccer. The game that always goes it. Oh, front left center. We win the meal. Do we have to end the show at all? Well, we were getting music off. I... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Academy. You know, thank you, God. Thank you, uh, my mother. Good night. Good night, Kellen. Good night, Casey. Thank you guys for joining us. So the show does have to end. Well, it's going to end for some of us. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Good seeing you, Patrick. Uh, I love you guys. I mean, we should, we could, we could do this again without the, uh, without it being broadcast and that'd be great. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. Casey, thank you so much for joining, man. My absolute pleasure. Al, I love you. Likewise, uh, brother. The sound effects were, were beautiful. Yeah, and Kel, they take them up there. <laughs> is, that, is that what the folks are saying? Oh, yeah, man, Sesame dude. Street is dead on because she is on. Yeah, he's in trouble. You have no yeah, idea. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone stop talking. Everyone stop talking. I think that's the area. I just sit here in the corner. <laughs>
Oh, no, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. Thank you so much for joining us. Because guys. it's the sports addict, and this is what happens. It was perfect. All right, guys. It was absolutely perfect. All right, brother. Yeah. Take it easy. Have guys. a good one, man. Yep, later. Talk to you. Yep. Thanks for joining us there on the Joseph's Finest Meat Hotline. Of course, Joseph's Finest Meat is over there in the Dunning Hood neighborhood uh, on Addison over there almost – to Western, uh, so it's just east of Western over there. Wow. Um, there it is. It's quite, quite a series of guests, Clark. You said you might have some surprises tonight. And, well, I just, oh I, Al, I, I thought you might want some surprises. I uh, I asked a few others. I uh, they, they weren't available. You know, only Kroots wasn't available. I went... We need to start getting on Dennis more Twitter Frank. guests. Like, uh, I want to hit up the guy who takes the pictures of the beaches in the morning. It was very nice to have those guys on, by the way. That was awesome. Yes, absolutely. I'm still thankful Thank that you they guys. joined us. That was Appreciate fucking that. phenomenal. But who who are you looking for? The guys from Twitter? Like, which one? Yeah, like, like remember when we once said we had the tweeting uh, cab driver on? We oh, need to yeah. get more of those people on. You know, uh, there, there's a guy who takes pictures of the beach every morning. Yeah, there's a guy who jumps into the lake every day. Yeah, that guy. Every well, day. We'll He's been the, doing it for two years. We could probably get him on the show. Yeah, well, we'll tweet him. We'll see if he'll come on, you know. And we'll, uh, I liked last nice. week when we had a guy on who had an issue with the Yahoo scoring. That, I also that was had great. Issue. The kitchen manager from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was great. That was fantastic. Who doesn't actually gamble. No, it was a free league. That, that threw free me off. But it's, it's, it's fine, dude. But it's pretty awesome. Like we we agreed with him, everything was good, and I I had agreed with him. That's why I brought him on the damn show. But uh, yeah, uh, if you want to join in seven six zero four five four eight eight three four seven six zero four five four eight eight three four, we'll go for a bit more here. Probably talk a little bit about um, how did DraftKings end up for you, Larcher? This oh, I lost a lot of money this week. Um, Ooh, I I decided to do um. Two single entry uh, in the hundred and fifty dollar game. Um, you know, it's about five five thousand entries. Top prize is a hundred thousand um, dollars. I was doing fine up until about the third quarter, and then it all like just started falling apart. And uh, uh, I, I played a, uh, I believe it was an Andy. I know I played an Andy Dalton stack and a Tannehill stack. I felt like those were the two games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Andy Dalton gave me a lot of value because he didn't cost much. Uh, I unfortunately played Allen Robinson thinking like, okay, this is the game he's going to show up for the free market for, for the free agency uh, for the market. And um, you know, that bit me Um, the Tannehill stack was okay. It was just missing some pieces. Uh, Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good week. It wasn't a good week. Yeah. Um, Mine wasn't great either. I, I came out uh, with less than 50% of what I, what I put out there. Um, I went with, I went with like a, a Murray stack. I went with a, um, no, what was the big game? The big, um, the big game of the week with the, the highest scoring. What was that supposed to be? Um, I don't remember. Buff, uh, Carolina, the, the Rams and the, uh, 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. I went with both of those. I went with both Stafford and I, well, what happened was I, I had a Trey Lance one going. I didn't think Garoppolo was going to play. And then it got down to so last minute, I didn't have enough chance to really change my lineup other than swap Garoppolo in for Trey Lance. 
which I don't yeah. think was the worst play in the world. So I ended up with, with quite a bit of uh, Garoppolo. And that, that was, that was one of my issues. Um, yeah, hang on. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Uh, my Go top ahead. team put up 174 points, which isn't great. It was a uh, Russ Wilson, Rashard Penny, Tyler Lockett for Seattle. And uh, the run back was A.J. Green, who only put up six. And uh, so that was my dud. Was uh, The stack worked. Russell Wilson puts up 26. Rashard Penny puts up 28. Tyler Lockett puts up 27. Yeah. So I'm hitting a home run on that side of the stack. My run back, A.J. Green, who had some contract incentives, he puts up six points. I bought Odell Beckham for the uh, L.A.-San Francisco game to get a little equity on the highest uh, point total on the board. Odell Beckham puts up three points. Everything else works out. I played Daryl uh, Singletary at running back against the Jets. He puts up 25 points. I played Marvin Jones from the Jaguars against the Colts. He puts up 21 points. I played Ryan Gronkowski as my tight end, putting up 23 points. I usually don't spend up at tight end. So uh, that, that was a, a little something there, a little treat for myself. And then I got 13 points out of the Pittsburgh defense. So it had potential, uh, yeah. but two big duds, uh, A.J. Green and Odell Beckham, uh, two guys who had potential to have good games as a third wide receiver, uh, failed me. And they weren't cheap. You know, Odell Beckham was uh, $5,800, um, which, you know, pretty much says he should put up about 15 points. Right. A.J. Green was 5.4. So he's another guy who I needed at least 15 points from. And that was realistic within their um, their uh, uh, their range of outcomes. So, meanwhile, you know, Darnell Mooney at four uh, at five point nine put up twenty seven points. So he was like, great. that was the pivot there. Yeah, uh, Grayson got knocked out early. That that beat one of my stacks up pretty good. <clears throat> but I did the Kyler with um, with AJ Green, so that that cost me a bit. And I was running it back with Lockett, so my run back did fine on that one. But this team, mm-hmm. hell, this team I'm looking at, it only put up 104 fucking points. Grayson got knocked out early for Tampa. Montgomery didn't really show up at all. Mitchell, uh, San Francisco, of course, he didn't show up as, as I had expected. Yeah, nine, nine, 9.9 points out of David Montgomery at six point, what at 6.8. He was projected to have a really big game. He was like the third highest ceiling running back on the week. A lot of people made that mistake. That's another example of the chalk failing. He was the chalk. He was the most played running back. Avoid the chalk. But I mean, it made a lot of sense. His price point and possibility. So, in in your Rainmaker League last week, you mentioned that I'm doing something terrible for the league. I have run everybody off. Nobody wants to play. Yeah. We had our league. Yeah, no one wants to play anymore. We the last three weeks we went from six players. Three weeks ago to last week, uh, six players. And then this past week was only five. So you're exactly right there. What would you like me to do next year? Should I tank? Should I just not be as great as I am at it? Or do I need to be a better friend to everybody in the league and just discuss what I'm doing? Well, I I mean, the point of the Rainmaker League was to be a place where dudes weren't necessarily spiking the ball on each other, but rather they were helping and lifting each other and teaching each other the techniques that are working for them. And I will say you don't offer anything in that regard. You know, you keep everything to yourself and uh, uh, you don't really uh, you help anybody. But um, 
No, I mean, at the end of the day, it's gambling, and you're putting $5 on the line, and the point is to win, the point is to dominate. I mean, I've been I've been the clear leader for the last, you know, two, three years now, and uh, this is, this year I got I got stomped. You know, you, you took over. Um, I think you're about – our averages have finally met up, and uh, you're a very good cash player. And, uh, you know, Ed, Ed had a big week this week. He, he, uh, he took six in a single entry. Oh, that's great. Um, where, uh, you know, first place paid out a hundred thousand um, dollars. I think it was like a $20 game over on FanDuel. He's getting really good at, uh, at, uh, single entry, uh, tournaments. I'm the king of mass tournaments and, uh, you're doing good with cash. So if we could get our, if we could get our, uh, our team together and work as a team, I think we we can make some money collectively as opposed to, uh, you know, individually. I'm in on that. I like that a lot. And I think last week I let you in on a few things that I hadn't before. I just didn't realize I wasn't doing it. You know, like I, I didn't realize that I hadn't been sharing. Last week I shared the podcast that I listened to, the uh, the fantasy footballers, their DFS show. And then I basically, I, I just take what you've taught me. I don't know too much else. I think I just got damn lucky in that league. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, it's possible you just went on a streak and, you know, your 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 time hit. And uh, that's good. I mean, I'm glad it was one of us. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so the update is uh, I I am now averaging 154.5 points and you are averaging 154 points. Each of us with 54 contests played. So what you you just you just want to hurt my feelings? You no. just want to spike the ball no, again? No, not looking to spike it. Just bring it up. You you just asked. You said do you well, think they you think they've become listen. Easy? There's a there's I a playoff up. game I this called. week, and you know what? Maybe you and I should just go head to head. All right. You want to go to head head? I'll I, go I fucking head to head game with you this week. I do want to go head to head. I completely want. It's on. You'll be getting an invite. Done. Absolutely done. That'll work. 760-454-8834. We'll open up the phone lines for sure now. If you were on hold earlier, we do apologize for that. Um, Projected. Uh, the So back to back to chalk, because I always love preaching. Yep. Uh, ownership projection. Here are the top three projected ownerships at running back this week and what they did. Number one, 25% of the field was projected to play. Deontay Foreman, uh, I myself, he played him at 43%. So I didn't, I didn't take my own advice here. And he puts up 9.4 points. The second chalk was chalkiest player at 22.4% in the field. I played him at 31%. Again, didn't listen to my own advice. Uh, uh, nope. Puts up 9.9 points. That's David Montgomery, Jonathan Taylor, 21.5% of the field playing him. Uh, the highest priced running back by a mile at 9,300. I played him at 6%. Field played him at 21.5. He puts up 12 points. So, uh, you know, uh, just again, you know, the chalk, the chalk fails. There is an example though, right in that same ownership range, uh, Devin Singletary at 21% ownership and James Connor at 21% ownerships. Singletary puts up 25 points. Connor puts up 27 points. So if you, if you faded the top three projected ownerships, you actually would have been doing pretty well. Uh, you do have to eat some chalk at running back, though. It's impossible not to. I get that. Um, sorry, Casey just figured out that he has a Twitch, and uh, and he joined. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. He's there. Technology, not his best friend, but there he is. Uncle yeah. uh, Uncle Uvo, Uncle Cleo Yeah, 84. Really close to 1983. <sighs> I had a lot of questions that I was going to ask you about the Bears. Uh, and uh, I think we covered them all with, uh, with everybody there. Did we not? Yeah, I mean, I think everything's been covered. I, I don't know what to say. You know, I, I we could sit down and break down every candidate and uh, try to pick the best one. But at the end of the day, we don't have a say in the matter. So, I mean, it seems tedious. It's, it seems like, uh, uh, you know, we're just hoping or, or playing. Uh, I've made my case for Brian Dable, and uh, I hope he is the Bears' uh, uh, pick. But – you know, we'll see. Maybe next week, it'll, you know, we'll either have a head coach and we'll, we'll then examine exactly who we got, or maybe we'll have some finalists. And then at that point, we could, we could really look at their profiles and see which one of those guys we want. So um, I, I think that'll be fun next week. But right now, there's just too many names, and, and it's just guessing, like Casey said. I mean, we don't know who these people are. We don't know what they could do as head coach, uh, besides those who've done it. And even then, there's always an excuse. <clears throat> you know, there's always a reason. That's why head coaches get multiple jobs. It always I mean, seems to just fall apart with the Bears. Like, it just seems to – Yeah. Uh, so much hope for Nagy Hell. So much hope for Tressman back in the day. It just has that feeling of it's just going to fall apart. I will say when the coaching search comes up and then the GM search here, um, Brian Flores getting cut over there really kind of did intrigue me. Um, nobody was really expecting that, and it seems like he might be number one out there. We're going to go to a call here in a second, by the way. Um, oh, did that perk your ears up? Did the Giants firing judge today, does that put us behind a little bit when it comes to this? I don't think so. I think unless you think the Bears are an absolute joke of an organization and you don't want to work for them, I think we have a lot of positives. I mean, are you going to take that Giants job? You have no wide receivers. You have no quarterback. You have an aging running back. You've got two picks uh, in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's New York. Okay, so you know you, you do have an ability to build there. You know, but you're in the most criticized job market out there. Um, yeah, it's just I don't I don't I don't think it's all that appealing. Uh, I, I, as a head coach, where with Chicago, you at least know you have, if you think Justin Fields is legit, and a lot of people do, a lot of smart football coaches and, and football minds think Justin Fields is the real deal, you have the guy, you know you know what you're getting into, and uh, you, you could try to make it happen. And so I think if I'm a, if I'm a, a coach, the Bears are – appealing. I think they're the most appealing of all the teams that have vacancies right now, with the exception of maybe the Denver Broncos, because, you know, if the rumors are true, they're just going to go ahead and get Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I I would love to just kind of take a Super Bowl ring or have a chance at a Super Bowl ring immediately. But that seems like a job. That seems like a perfect place for a veteran head coach to step in. You know, that seems like a place for like a Leslie Frazier to go. Um, Okay. You're still on, on Dable. And I'm down with that. Um, I, I like a lot of people have, have 
I'm not as strong on Dable as I once was. You know, early in the season, I was full, 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 full head. But <laughs> I've looked at some of his, his track record, and the end of the season was a little rough. And there's question marks. But there's question marks with every single coaching uh, candidate. And I'm willing to stand by the guy unless uh, I can be convinced of, of a better option. Yeah, I'm with you there. Hey, let's go to a call real quick. Maybe they have some ideas on the Chicago Bears. It's, it is a local number here. It's, uh, we're going to go to the 708. 708, what's your name? Where are you calling from on the Joseph Finest Meat Hotline? Sports Attic, what's going on, boys? It's Chris in Lockport. How you doing? Chris. We're good, brother. Good to hear from you. First time caller, if, if, I believe. What's on your mind tonight? First first time caller. Uh, man, that press conference was so damn defeating. I was preparing myself for Ryan Pace to still be here, and it was against everything that I thought should happen. But the moment McCaskey started speaking, his second sentence <laughs> – was the downfall of that press conference. Ted is here with me, and then everything else is is like literally Titanic. Iceberg's dead ahead, and we're not even going to miss it. We're going to ram straight into the damn thing and sink all of the goodwill. Yeah. I actually, I completely missed the the press conference, but I've heard the bits and pieces, and as you're saying, it's depressing because it feels like it's more of the same. It does, except for... I mean, I understand that I appreciate the McCaskey saying we don't know football. We don't know who we should hire. So we're bringing in smart people to identify our, to help our weaknesses and identify strengths. I don't think without, um, without Bill Pullian, you don't see the impressive list that you do for GM and for head coach. Bill Pullian, maybe, maybe 80 years old, he may be living in the same coffin right next to Virginia that they just pull out on a regular basis for him to do his TV hits and then put him back. But he's got legitimate skins on the wall. He's got, he's got yeah. rings. He's got, he, he has pedigree and resume. So I'm not going to hate on the Bears. We're not good at this. We don't know what we're looking for. We're going to go out and find somebody who McCaskey has – you know, something more history with now because of the uh, the cultural inclusion stuff that he was repping for the NFL and say, hey, come help us figure this out. And quite honestly, as, as bad as that press conference was, Clark, I know you said it earlier today on the show, I feel better today seeing the list of names that are coming in for interviews. Like that's a legitimate list of candidates who might have have a shot, have an idea of being if they're not the head coach they're maybe they're the new oc or dc and you never know right yeah yeah i mean the list has made me happy as i mentioned earlier but still there's still that feeling of this decision this football decision is going to come down to the guy who says that he's not a talent evaluator and let me say this i i one with his age you're right he brings a wealth of experience and uh, I wish I could crap on it more, but I can't because you're right. He is a solid pick. But my issue is I would love for a good football mind to have a list and bring it to Polian and say, here's our list. What do you think of these guys? Who do you think the best option is? Instead of saying, hey, why don't you give us a list and then we're going to help find somebody off it. And then as far as the list of names, I agree. They've all been good. 
you know, you got Bowles, Hackett, Dable, Frazier, Peterson. Quinn. Uh, they're all, they're all uh, Leftwich, you know, the flavor of the month. They're all good names, but these are all Zoom calls with the Bears. That's all these, these, that's all these list of names means. Well, yeah, I mean, the list, the list of names, but the list of names out there is, well, let's go back to Emery. Emery gets his first fight after the Apple after he lets go of Lovey Smith at a 10 and 6 season, right? And all of a sudden, you know what? I found my guy. It's Mark Tressman, who, by the way, is, is up in the UFL winning championships. We don't see that head-scratching interview name on this list. Everybody makes sense. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a pedigree where you could be like, that may be your next head coach. Now, of course, you know, you don't know until they have the clipboard. But at the same time, I'm not scratching my head going, why the hell is this guy getting an interview? It should be... It should be uh, Clark, or it should be Al, or it should be Cal who's getting yelled at by his wife right now like a McCaskey. <laughs> if it – Pullian, there really is what, – what happens if this doesn't work out, like to Pullian? There's really nothing to lose for him here I, other than cementing his legacy maybe. Like, but what accountability is there for him if it doesn't work out? He's not a member of the organization. He doesn't have a job. Money. That's why I guess I would have preferred it's more of a it's football money. position. You know, like the, the it, football it, it, but it, president. But it, it, but it, it could become. I mean, the opposite side is is it could be it could become the Pullian, uh, the Pullian Consulting Company because I mean he's got what two two younger two kids right. So if all of a sudden Pullian's now consulting for NFL teams to find coaches. And he puts the Bears uh, with a GM and a head coach or helps them identify a GM and a head coach that turns this franchise into a perpetual winner. Whatever his consulting fee is now, add a zero, add a zero behind him, almost easily. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Uh, Chris, the same, the same could oh, be ahead. said when we went and got Ernie Acostas or whatever, the, the guy we robbed money from. Look, I mean, the Bears – the Bears, when they when they want to order pizza for the organization, when they're having a pizza party at Hell It's Hall, they all get together and they go, well, what should we get on our topping? And they can't decide. So they call up some guy and they pay that guy, you know, $200 to tell him what kind of pizza to order. This is the same pattern that we've gone through. That led us to but, but Al, every biz, every business does this. I, I, I mean, every business brings in people yeah. because there are every because there are blind spots. Consulting is, I mean, consulting is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and literally, your job is to go in there and tell people to maybe do this, maybe you don't. You walk out the door, and if they do it, you're not held responsible for the outcome. You're just there to give your opinion. They're professional opinion givers. Right. Sure. Yeah. Chris. We do appreciate your call tonight. We, we, we've actually got more phone calls tonight, which is amazing. It's awesome. Thanks Keep for chatting guys. this time. I, I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, Chris, good, good thoughts, and, uh, yeah, appreciate the call. Really great thoughts. And you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not upset that they've hired a consultant, but it feels more like it's a consultant to tell them what to do as opposed to – Look at what they're doing and, and and give them advice or tips. Yep, yep. I'm I'm with you there. Uh, that was Chris on the Joseph's Finest Meats hotline. Thanks so much for oh, calling for the Wilson? first time. Was that Wilson? For that life? is that's Wilson from the Twitch. Yeah. 
oh yeah, that guy's funny. Like you know, he's uh, he's got he's full of jokes in the uh, in the chat. Let's go to the better uh, jokesters. Yeah, I'm having that usual audio issue that sometimes happens after we go to the damn phones, and uh, I'll try to get to the bottom of it here um, as we get moving. Um, let's go to the caller in the three one two. Caller three one two. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Gentlemen, this is Elijah from Tomball, Texas. How y'all doing? What's up, Texas? No, just chilling, man. How are you? Elijah, great to hear from you again. What What's on your mind tonight? I, I can only imagine. Have you been listening to the show? Well, RIP to Kel's uh, buzz there. So, you know, um, may, may come back again soon. All right, hang but, on. Uh, Al, can you I talk mean, to Elijah for a second? I want to try to fix this damn issue. Well, I, the problem is I can't – well, okay, actually I, – it's gone. It's fixed now, Clark. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Like legit. All right, fine. I'm good. All right. Because if you said if you threw it to me when we were having the problem, I wouldn't be able to do, be able to talk because I keep airing myself and it throws me off. Yeah. yeah. What's up? This is I, when the show's got really good. I won't quit on you. Thank you. Like now Matt Nagy's teammates don't quit on him yeah yeah everything's fine with the audio or it seems like you and elijah are both pausing here because is there an issue i hear no issue right now oh now i'm back now i'm back to double l no jesus okay (laughs) this is when this is when the sports addict gets really good this is uh well into the second hour after eight o'clock that's when we really hit hit our stride Elijah? Yes, sir. Are you are you ready for this uh Bears uh are you are you, are you glad that it's over? Are you happy that we have the the next thing to look forward to? Possibly getting lucky with a head coach and a GM? Yes, sir. I have a lot of thoughts oh, on it. Um Hang on a second, Elijah, real quick. I see Casey and Al are texting each other cuz they're laughing at their text. They're on a side fucking text. This is bullshit. I don't. I don't. I just put something in the Twitch. I don't appreciate. We're twitching. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. All right. Elijah, back. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But back and now it's working again. Now I, I, I'm not hearing myself. Hey, all good. So yes, one thing I wanted to ask you guys was, do you think Matt Nagy treating the Minnesota Vikings game like a Madden game, going for it on fourth and whatnot, was that a was that a double middle finger to hey I'm going to do what the hell I want, tough shit, or as he puts on his uh, little. Uh, the the uh, board there, uh, you know, be who you are, wherever that bullshit saying is, or was it just me that thought that? Man, we did. We, we oh, I'm back. To, I can't talk. All right, hold on. I, I'm just gonna turn my headphones off, so I can't hear what anyone's saying right now. So uh, you're just gonna have to listen to me, and then I'll turn <laughs> my volume back up as soon as I'm done speaking. We, I can't even hear what's happening. Um, we didn't even talk about how bad. <laughs> the coaching was in that last game with those fourth and one plays where he just runs up the middle or he should have ran up the middle. And instead he goes for a passing play. It was ugly. I mean, the whole thing was ugly. And uh, I don't know if it was a middle finger or not. I think he was just a bad coach. And uh, I actually like going for it and being aggressive on fourth and one, but like, where was that all year and run the damn ball? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I my, agree. My my point exactly. If you're going to if you're going to go for it on fourth and one, you might as well even do like a, a a good play call. But 
to me, I mean, would he have done that if it was a midseason game? Probably not. But I think he knew he was out and got word of it. And he just said, you know what, I'm going to treat it like Madden. And I'm going to have fun and, and do what I want. It, it ultimately made him look even worse in the end, is my opinion. But yeah, uh, I'd, ha- you know, I'd have the, to say, whole... I'm pretty much ahead, on, I'm on that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please, Clark, go ahead. What would you think of that last no, game? I'm pretty much right there with you. But right now, um, the game went out just as expected. The fourth and one calls, unbelievable. Um, just give David Montgomery the ball. The announcers, everybody watching at home, everybody in the stadium, everybody on the other team, everybody on the Bears team thought they should have ran the damn ball. Just run the damn ball. What are you nagging your way out? But now I'm excited for the future. I, I am optimistic after today because I think that one of the coaches that they get in here can be good, and let's see if we have a quarterback or not. That's where I am. You know, and to, to dovetail on to uh, Wilson and his conversation that he had with you, I thought it was good. He brought up some good points. And while I feel like it's okay to have a consultant, what has this guy been watching his entire life? You would think after watching so many years of football and being uh, inheriting the you know, being in the locker room and talking to coaches and other GMs and what they think, and, and you know, he says, oh, I'm in the locker room all the time, and I talk to the coaches all the time. You think you have a better idea of what would take for a football person instead of purchasing this consultant, which I'm, I'm afraid is going to be like Ernie, and we're, we're you know this this person's going to sail off to the sunset, and we're stuck with garbage again for for another uh, seven eight years. Yeah, it, it's smart people. It's not like the president. You know, You've, at the end of the day, you want the president of the United States to make a decision that's best for the country. After he listens to the military and uh, he hears what the experts have to say in this regard, he he listens to, uh, you know, uh, political operatives and what this means and why this needs to happen. But at the end of the day, the guy has to make the decision. And I just don't trust that they're going to make the good decision based on the list. You know, if, if you trust one person to give you a list of something, you're trusting them to make all the right decisions and, and go yep. off that list. So I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When somebody hands me a list, I think it's an exhaustive list and I should pick from this because this is the best that, that there is, but he should have some kind of knowledge of, Oh, this is the person I'm looking at, or this is the person I'm considering. What do you think of it? Um, the fact that he can't even pull that together is, is worrisome, but it ain't going to change. No, no, I don't. I don't see it changing much at all. The, the structure of the board of presidents. I do think there's so many people with a hand in that basket. I just looked and like one of the one of the part part owners. Uh, two guys own like a, I think it's a twenty percent stake that aren't McCaskies. They're like the only two guys on there besides Phillips on the Chicago board of trustees that George keeps referencing. And one of them founded Aon, like, uh, you know, the Aon centers here in town, Aon Insurance. Um, one of them's the founder there. Um, and it's, oh, it's Ryan. Ryan's the last name of one of the guys. So that's like um, Shirley Ryan uh, Ability Lab, the big, um, the, the big um, hosp- uh, post-hospital stay place downtown. Ryan Field, Welsh Ryan Arena up at Northwestern. 
those guys, they're some of the part owners of the team. I just, right now, I think there's so many McCaskies involved as well with their hand in it. Everything seems like they're going to be Pat Ryan. That's it, the big Northwestern grad. Everything in on it seems like they're likely going to sell, uh, sell this team, you know, and everybody thinks it's going to happen when Virginia passes away. Um, what, what kind of change do we get then? What, 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 what happens then? Does Bezos finally get an NFL team that he wants, and is it the Bears? Does the NFL let him in? I just I I don't know what what comes after this incompetence. You know, it's a it's an interesting point. I don't think that they will sell it. I think if they weren't allowed to go to Arlington Heights and put up a uh, 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 the, the booking where you can do the sports bets, um, then they would have they would have walked. But the fact that they got that, they're going to have money coming in hand over fist. Yeah, this is their business. They don't have – they're not owners of uh, industry. They're owners of a football team, and that's it. This is their income. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Which – don't you don't you get the feeling they look more at it as a – like like the Chicago Tribune owning the Cubs, Al. I think you mentioned that to me. Do they look at more as a vent, business venture now than it is having a winning franchise? Or won't wouldn't a winning franchise help them be more profitable? Like I just – I don't – Oh, 100%. Winning a booting Bears team is going to bring you in a lot more money than a losing Bears team. One would think. One, one would absolutely think on that. I don't know. And, 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 and the investment, and the oh, investment that they're making wouldn't be any more than what they're currently putting in right now. I mean, it's not, it's not like the Cubs for the Tribune where they would spend <laughs> no money, get a decent player, and then auction them off because the Tribune didn't care about winning. You put somebody in, Ricketts, uh, um, and, and now you have a person who is interested and invested in winning because he comes up as a fan and he's a, uh, you know, he wants to win. Um, so that's just my two cents. Gentlemen, I wanted to go over something real quick. You know how much I like my list. And so I wanted to go over a list of some uh, of, the, of our free agents. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting that the broadcast brought up. So if you guys have some time, I would like for you to indulge me a little bit as I give you some of these names. Okay. Allen Robinson, keep or uh, let him walk. Gone. We didn't see enough. They didn't. We didn't see him. I. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you can pay him that amount of money right now. I mean, there's a lot of free unrestricted free agents here, but I'll try to pick out some names. Akeem Hicks. It's over. I. Gone. There's nothing. There's nothing to do. I would love him to be a Chicago Bear again, but it. It's not happening. Al, why don't yeah, you – you mean, don't want him? Well, he's finally hit the age model where, where uh, the age is caught up with him. His production is going to start going down. His cap fee is now – it's just too high. He, he's going to be – he's going to demand to be paid, and he should, uh, because he still does have a year or two left. He's going to go to a – he's going to fill a gap on a team that really needs a guy to fill a gap, and uh, good for him. He's going to get paid for doing it. So we, we just can't do it. It's over. Yeah, I have a feeling yeah, he's gonna be a, a Ram for some reason. You're picturing a Ram, okay? I'm picturing him on the Rams for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe he wants to make off that, like that sprint to uh, to there, and he could fill that. He, you know, he's a you know rotate in for a couple of downs or be a big man when it's the running defense. But I, I could see him do, going there for some yeah. reason. Okay, next, ne- next list Hicks, on. Didn't Hicks just have a fight with a coach? 
and he refused to show up. Like I, I've heard, I've heard there were some bigger issues going on there. That was that was Antonio Brown, Clark. Oh, that's right. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Well, and uh, Patrick Manley also said that um, you know he pulled some shady stuff too with some uh, production where he had a contract with him, and he just said that he uh, he even though he signed a contract that he was going to make like I believe five appearances and within eleven weeks. And he would have to, he only made one appearance and he would have to do four in a row. And he bailed out one, even like five minutes before the show. And so he said, if, if that's the kind of uh, character that you have for production where you're signing a contract, what makes you a bad teammate? And he said that he did hear some scufflings in the locker room that he's a bad teammate for whatever that may be. So maybe a good written on that. talking about Hicks? Wow. We'll wow. Be, we'll it was Patrick Manley was on the uh, Speaks uh, show uh, yesterday. All right. What what else is on that list? Do you remember when Patrick Andy Clark Dalton. did that dust? Wait, who? Desmond Clark. He was going to be on this show, and then. Uh... Oh yeah, that's right. Then I think then I think he kind of figured out that we weren't a show that he wanted to do. Like we didn't have the numbers at the time. The show's grown a lot since, of course. Of course. Yeah. Maybe if he did a, a maybe if he had a spot on Beer Down, um, he would have uh, showed up. Um, there you go. Oh, K- sure. Casey would have so, him on. <laughs> so all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to group these two: Andy Dalton, Nick Foles. See so, ya. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe keep somebody as a backup. Flip a coin. Who who's a better backup? Andy Dalton's. Andy Dalton's bringing in a Andy pretty Dalton. heavy. Uh, Tag there. All right. It's what's Foles going to cost you anymore? I mean, I don't want to bring back what's his name. Bring back the neck guy. Maybe the new. Bring back Glennon to be yeah, the backup. Pop. Man, I don't let's know. Get like, let's get a good like XFL player. Let's get like PJ Walker. There we go. Foles is still under contract. Boom. Jason Hill might be available, so uh, maybe he might be a good backup. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Graham. You want him yeah. for another year? No. no. The dust of Jimmy Graham? No. 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 <laughs> I think I think he might be dead already. I, I'd love to break his contract down of uh, how many hundreds of thousands of dollars did he get per catch this year. That would have been great. But we had to have him back, Clark. Remember, that's what we talked about. Had well, to have him back instead of – uh, We had that conversation about Fuller going, but uh, where is Fuller these days? I think he's I think he's in Denver. I don't know if he got cut or not. Still there? But, I would still take yeah. I would still take a risk on Fuller. Yeah, me too. But yeah, Graham, Graham's got to go. Gone. Okay. Uh, uh, Jermaine is greedy, so we're in some. So now we're at some uh, at some linemen. Are you feeling comfortable with the linemen, Borum and and Tavon Gibson, enough to start letting some of these uh, linemen go? It, it depends on the price. If uh, I just think you always want depth at line. You know, the case I made earlier, man, good good offensive linemen are not something you can get in free agency. Um, and if you can, they they charge a king's ransom. So, I mean, I would hold on to until you're certain your guys are better. Okay. Okay. With that being said, then, we got Patrick Scales, a long snapper, uh, Mustafer, the center. You 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 interested in tra- interested in bringing these guys back? It, is a, it I mean it really. Elijah depends. Wilkinson guard. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I just don't know. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, I don't have an opinion either way on it right now. That so much needs to shake out. I don't know how much money. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm not a cap expert in the NFL. I don't know if you if you caught wind, but uh, I what I do see is a list. And right now, as for 2022, it looks like number one with salary cap space with 72 million five five hundred thousand is the Chargers. Down at number 11 is your Chicago Bears. With forty, a little over forty-three million is what this shows of cap space, which is crazy given the fact we don't have a first-round pick and uh, haven't really had first-round picks in, in years. Yeah, yeah. There, there's 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 a couple of interesting names, guys. I'm I'm sorry to toss a lot at you. The two that I see on here, Pat O'Donnell. I didn't realize that he was a free agent. He'd be one I'd be interested in keeping around. Um, and uh, interested what you guys would have to hear about Ogletree and Nichols. I'll let you go, and I'll listen to your response, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, bear down, and God bless us this offseason. There he is. Thanks, Thanks Elijah. Thanks, Appreciate Elijah. it, as always. Absolutely. I'd love to see Nichols back. I, I like him a lot. Again, I'm not sure what, where his contract's at. Um, what was the other Free one? agent ranking. The offensive uh, – Oh, the punter, Hold O'Donnell. On. I'm, I'm that, pulling up some action. Yeah, go ahead and pull it up. I think the O'Donnell thing could it could fall into what happened with um, with uh, with the kicker with Robbie Gold. Um, obviously, that proved to be the wrong decision. But when you when you saw them making it at the time, you realized new GM had come in, and it was a lot of money to keep to keep Robbie Gold, and his numbers had started to go back down. Now, obviously, it proved to be wrong. They ticked back up, and I I wish Robbie Gold would have been a bear for life. But I think that might end up – we could get into that kind of trouble with, with Pat O'Donnell but because he's a consistently good punter. The one thing about O'Donnell's numbers is that there were a lot of return yards on him, but I think you could put that on the fact that he just punts like a beast and the team couldn't keep up with it maybe. Wilson brings up that O'Donnell and Ogletree aren't going to cost you a ton. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the blog talk show ends – the live show, the, the podcast will keep going and all the other video feeds, but the, the blog talk live show ends in like five minutes. We, we set that at two hours. This has been fun. We've gone a whole long time tonight. Uh, Casey chimes in there and says that uh, sell the team. Do it now. Sell the team. I don't, man. So here are the top projected these are the best ranking players that are free agents on the Bears right now. It's Allen Robinson, Akeem Hicks, James Daniels, uh, Jermaine Effetti, Bilal Nichols, who, by the way, I would, I would try to keep. Um, 25 years old, you know, defensive line. I think he offers us good depth. He's ranked uh, 55th at his position, but in 2020, he was ranked 36th when he was getting playing time. Um, Andy Dalton and Jason Peters, those, those are those are your top uh, Bears free agents. Uh, as far as overall free agents, you have Devontae Adams at number one, uh, who we have no chance at. Uh, Teron Armstead at tackle, he's 30 years old um, uh, on the Saints. Uh, Chris Godwin, uh, Chandler Jones, Von Miller, DJ Jackson, Mike Williams, the Gazelle, Marcus okay. Williams, Orlando Brown was, I mean, you know, when I said they don't have uh, uh, offensive linemen that are appealing, that's the guy. He's 25 years old, 
but I would think that a franchise tag or the, uh, is going to be used on him, or the Chiefs will pay to get him. And the number one, ta- the tenth, the tenth ranked uh, free agent is Allen Robinson. Oh, all right, yeah, huh? He's tenth. <clears throat> wow, I just I don't think there's many numbers there to to give him a lot of money, but I also don't think they gave him the chances. Was I wrong on that, Al? When I brought that up. Like I just I feel like what, we Alan just Robinson? yeah we just didn't get to see him. He, I thought we I thought we saw him. He wasn't playing hard this year, and uh, you know he was fighting through some injuries. But true, you know, Darnell Mooney clearly has taken the number one role away from Allen Robinson, and uh, he wasn't given to him. I think Mooney legitimately took the job from Allen Robinson, and uh, you know Allen Robinson uh, Pro Football Focus score. In 2019, he was ranked 15th out of 122 wide receivers. In 2020, he was ranked 5th out of 127 wide receivers. In 2021, he was ranked 71st out of uh, 133 wide receivers. So, you know, I mean, he he tanked this year. He did play less snaps than any of the three seasons prior. Um, And I think he'd be a good fit somewhere else. I don't think there's, he wants to come back to the Bears no. whatsoever. So, I mean, it's kind of a moot point. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you completely there. Um, he, he's not going to be a Bear. I just – is Darnell Mooney a one? You know? I think he's the number one. Uh-oh. One, two. You losing me? He's proven he's not. So, you know, it's kind of like uh, – and then uh, C.D. Wilson, uh, whoever the third, Cedric Wilson, uh, those guys haven't, those two, the, the latter two uh, haven't pushed him out of the way, but he's clearly third on the depth chart at this point. So I think, you know, you, you, you keep him as your, your number one until something better comes. If you, if you say, let's say you get Godwin, well, then clearly he's your number two. Uh, but I don't think we're realistically going to get Godwin. Um, I don't know if wide receivers want to come play with uh, Justin Fields. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's still a big question marks. I think we're a couple of years away from that happening. Well, there goes the blog talk. There's Linda, our our producer. Um, yeah, it, it yeah. worked out with Cincinnati with Chase this year. It's it's worked out so far. I mean, wasn't that a situation where they went and they drafted a guy who he played with in college? Yeah. And uh, they already had a chemistry built in. And they they played a pretty good offense, and, and you have you have Ty, you have Tyler Boyd as your number three. You know you you have um, uh, you know Chase obviously number one, and then your number two Higgins is is a, is a really good wide receiver too. And the beauty of that team, Joe Burrow would just throw to the open receiver. If you look at the breakdown of who got passes, I mean they were all getting like six targets a game, and whoever was open was was going off that week so uh you know cincinnati really fun offense to watch and yeah i mean you get the three wide receivers man things happen good things happen yeah yeah bring in a new coach let's see maybe that'll help bring in some free agents new coach need new gm maybe it could as you mentioned earlier the chicago bears are they're still the chicago bears this is still a, a prime original team like location to be and it's up there kind of like uh see you later blog talk it's up there kind of like thank you for joining us uh 
like the Cubs. I mean, they went out and, and they, they did something. They, they had nothing to lose. They'd never been winners. It, it, and obviously it hasn't been 100 years here for the Bears, but it certainly hasn't felt great for a long time when it comes to football championships. That's all. And I, I love YouTube. The only comments we get are bullshit. Bots or something? I don't know. Bots. The bots love me, Clark. What do you think the there, bots. brother? Well, I mean, uh, I don't know how much further we could go. It seems like a lot's been said. It's it's definitely going to be interesting figuring out where Devontae Adams lands and if he does indeed lamb, land with uh, Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, I believe is still under contract. Okay. So it would have to be a trade to get him out of there? I think they would have to release Rodgers. Wow. Um, but I think there, there was some talk that, like, uh, Sounds like they were making was up. going to happen. Didn't it sound like they were making up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if Aaron Rodgers played for the Green Bay Packers next year either. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Chris Godwin, man, 25 years old, free agent. Um, I mean, that's a guy I would love to see go come oh, to the Bears. Man. I remembered uh, when they are number one. When they signed Goodwin, I had to reread it a few times just to make sure, like, that it wasn't Godwin. Yeah, it, I mean, the guy has the word God and win. Yeah, how can you go wrong? You you can't go wrong. Absolutely cannot. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens in the future with the Bears. All right. Well. That uh, about does it. I want to get talking about the Royal Rumble next week. I'm going to start catching up on WWE because it's, it's like it's WrestleMania season. And the Royal Rumble is always one of our most fun to watch. Guys watching, we'll do squares. Or no, not squares. We, we, all, we draw numbers. Yeah, we draw numbers. and uh, We have a, like a nice little pool. You wrestler gets whatever number you draw. Uh, we'll do some gambling. We'll, we'll sell some uh, Royal Rumble spots. And it looks like we're finally going to get that Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar match there. Oh, yeah. The two, the two beefy men uh, squaring off. MMA, like legit good at MMA, right? Yeah, two good fighters. All right. Well, until next Tuesday at 6.30 p.m., Al, have a good night, man. Thank you, buddy. Yep. Take it easy. Oh, I got to end this show.